Hi guys, we're back this week's episode of The Love and Show. I'm here with Shireen. Hey guys. And this week we are joined by the absolutely lovely first ever Emirati aerialist, Yasmin Bakker. Hi. Welcome. Thank, Thank you so you. much for joining our show Thank this week. Thank you for having me. Okay, so first of all, can you explain to everyone what is an aerialist? So an aerialist is someone who performs aerial arts. And what are aerial arts? It's essentially anything where you do a performance, acrobatics, Um, a routine, an artistic routine above the ground. Most people associate it with um, aerial silks, which is the thing that looks like curtains, but there's a number of different equipment that you can use. You can use trapeze, and uh, you don't just stop at trapeze. You can have a static trapeze, a moving trapeze, and then you can get creative with a whole range of different equipment. See, that I didn't know. I actually did just think that it it was in the form of the curtains. I'm like, oh my God, so beautiful. It is so beautiful. It's an art form. It's fun. It really is. So what actually got you into liking this? I think, I think um, when I was younger, I used to watch a lot of human circus shows. Um, I got the chance to see Cirque du Soleil very young. I think, I didn't know it at the time, but that sort of planted the seed in my head of there's this whole form of exercise, art form, where you're doing all these tricks really high up in the air. Um, but I didn't really consider doing it. Um, but then when I went to university in the US, I was in Washington, D.C., We, I was taking a movement class, and I didn't even know what it was called at the time, and I was speaking to my instructor, and I was like, I kind of want to do my end of semester project on this strange thing where people are climbing this curtain <laughs> and kind of rolling around and getting tangled and untangled. And he was like, oh, my wife is actually an, an, aerial, an aerialist and an aerial instructor, so you should go take a class with her. And I did, and it was... a horrific first class. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize quite how little upper body strength I had and pain tolerance too. Um, but there was something also really humbling about that. I think kind of growing up with an athletic background and always enjoying activities, I'm used to feeling like a natural at everything. And this was not. This was like you really have to start. Challenge. From, yeah, it was yeah. a challenge and it makes you be patient with yeah. the progress. Mm-hmm. So uh, I kind of did my project, but then kept up Ariel for the next couple of years. That's good. Amazing. And yeah. we introduced you as the first ever Emirati aerialist. Mm-hmm. So when you came back here, was there a community or how hard was it to start that year? It was tough. When I first came back from university, I think that was around 2012, 2013. At that time, there was virtually nothing. And it, it was a bit disheartening because by then I had reached Not advanced level, but I had reached a comfortable level where if I could keep up, I could become more advanced. But there was no, no studios teaching it, but also no instructors around, and nobody really knew of it either. I think at that time we were still kind of in conventional-ish gym mode. Yeah, um, whereas like, now we're talking about, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I did some digging, and I found a couple of performers. And I just contacted them, and I was like, are you willing to... Teach me, okay, you <laughs> um, So I reached out to them, and, and one of them in particular, Alia, she, she was like, okay. So we, we kind of started a bit from scratch and learned a couple of different routines and tricks and things I didn't learn in the US. And then slowly it started growing. And I think in general, the fitness activity space in Dubai started growing. So you started getting pole studios and a lot more people into things like yoga or outdoor sports. For sure. Boutique fitness has yeah. just blown up. Yeah. And now I, I don't know, I have like five places I can go to to try aerials. So, Amazing. Uh, yeah. 
That's amazing. So the community has definitely grown since then. We can even see that with the Dubai Fitness Challenge. I mean, exactly. we're being encouraged to take in 30 minutes a day, you know, to, to put in the fitness. And it doesn't matter what type of activity that is. Exactly. And we see actually that you're very active on social media. So I wanted to ask, you work with a lot of brands as well. What's a typical day like for you? Um, these days, there's no typical day, but I'll try to give you a kind of a snapshot of when I'm here and yeah. when work is kind of... Uh, you know, um, going smoothly. Um, <laughs> I tend to work out in the morning. Okay. Um, I do a lot of planning of my day beforehand, so I usually have booked in a session with one of my coaches, and, and I do like to diversify my workouts as well. Um, so I'll start and just kind of get my training out of the way before work, uh, go straight to work from there, be there until 4 or 5, and then uh, it's a lot of errands. So there's a lot of... Taking it off. Taking things off, you know, there's a lot of also, with the brands that I work with, there's a lot of opportunities for events or meetings or just brainstorming cool ideas. And that's one of the things I really, really appreciate about getting to work with um, the brands that I work with. We're very aligned in terms of um, our values. And also they allow the openness for me to come in having a nine to five and provide feedback and suggestions and have that open discussion. Yeah. So usually after work, is something related to that space. Okay. Um, if I can squeeze in some social time, that's always nice. Um, but also I do like to have my wind down time as much as possible. I think it's, I'm recognizing nowadays that it's so important. important. And you need to get that before you reach your breaking point. It's like meditation. True. You can't um, meditate when you're in the mode of panic already. So you have to kind of do it preventatively. So usually I'll just try to stay home and have some cuddle time with my pets. <laughs> I feel like that's a good kind of process for everyone to follow. Like you get your work done and then you have your wind down time. Yeah. 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 So we really are big fans of your Instagram account because you're such a kind of a bubbly, kind of happy personality. Even Rich came in at the start and he was, he was like, I'm a big fan. You're very entertaining. Thank you guys. Yeah. But we saw on your bio, it mentions, uh, there's a couple of things there, but it says you're a human animal. Yeah. Can you yeah, explain what a human Yeah. <laughs> that one was interesting. Um, I, first of all, I love nature and I love animals. Um, I was fortunate to grow up with uh, pets, and I think they add such value to the household. True. What pets? Um, I my first pet, my dad had a Rottweiler actually. Wow. So it's not they're your the sweetest. They're the sweetest. They're the sweetest. People think they're you know because of yeah. how they look and what they're used for that they. They're they big have babies, really. But he was a teddy bear, and um, you know a, a big black dog that size, playing around with little kids sometimes looks a bit off. But I think it conditioned us to just really like that that interaction yeah. yeah and so myself and my siblings always had pets around we weren't afraid of animals so we'd love going to the zoo or just anything where we could interact with them and yeah so we've always had dogs uh, at the moment we've got three dogs two, uh, two cats and a bird love that so yeah <laughs> the cat's bit I stand yeah. I stand <laughs> no definitely so um yeah that's it you kind of love love it all yeah and the human animal side I also love nature and I love the environment and I, I like to advocate for it when I can and use my social media yeah. a lot for that. Um, I studied biology academically in my university and uh, previously worked in that space. I'm still connected to my previous workplace and the, the causes they support and the, the work they do. Um, and I think it's just kind of embracing that natural element in all of us. Of course. Um, also from a movement angle, you know, animals are so much freer than we are yeah. in their behaviors and, and their, their instincts and just being totally kind of um, 
unlimited in that sense. Yeah, and true. I really like that idea. So I think kind of all those elements play into that definition. And I love that because you do share these experiences like, mm-hmm. of, you know, you know, you doing the aerialist mm-hmm. movements and you being underwater yeah. with, the, with the fish and all that. But you also use your platform for the movements, like mm-hmm. you said, and talking about how um, we should actually, you know, encourage others to do the same and be one with nature and stay yeah. in touch with that. But what's like actually one message you'd like to share with your followers as your social media profile keeps growing? I think um, if I were to narrow it down to one message, and I say this a lot, it's don't be afraid to try something. I think don't be afraid to try something and to learn about something. So even if it's not that you're physically trying something, you're reading about it. I do that a lot, and especially with a lot of the environmental messages that I push forward. There's a lot of kind of reading of articles and even on social media, just to see kind of where everyone's head is at, to see if this will... A, add value to me as a person, but also that I can relay that could add value to somebody else or some other cause. Great. So I think just to to continuously be open to receiving these information and, and using it and trying different things. Very cool. Absolutely. And you at. definitely do try like a lot of different things because we yeah. know you took part in a 400-kilometer yeah. <laughs> cycle for Gaza. Yeah. That's amazing, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Um, that's just one. Like, What would you kind of name would be your most memorable achievement or accomplishment? Hmm. I think, of course, uh, you know, when I started Ariel, it was so long ago that I've almost forgotten that sense of achievement every time I would be able to master a move or master my fear more than a move, I would say. Um, That was a really strong one for me. And again, it was one that I was not used to. Other sports or activities are relatively, were relatively more easy to pick up for me. So in the past, that's definitely a strong one. These days, I'm dabbling with free diving. A lot. Um, I'm absolutely loving it. It's really, really something else. And again, another very unique um, Can you explain how that works to me? Because I know it's... I don't know. You don't have your air pack or something? Yeah. That takes bravery. (laughs) It takes a lot of calm, which is, I think, why I love it so much. Um, I'm not a competitive person by nature. And somebody coincidentally referred me to the sport as a way to just kind of learn the techniques of... Being more zen and staying more calm and, you know, not getting so flustered about our day-to-days. And so I said, you know, why not? And then, yeah, and then I took a course. It's essentially, like you said, diving underwater in different ways, but on, on your own breath. So you have to learn to, like, mentally chill, <laughs> chill out to another level. Imagine yeah. I did the scuba diving with the, the pack and everything, yeah. and I freaked out. So yeah. that's, that, that's that does make sense when you need that the other level yeah. of calm to be. And, able and to you're do away that. from everything. You're literally, literally submerged in a different. And it's so still and silent. It's beautiful. And you can't communicate. Like, yeah, that's it. You are down to your basics. It's like ultimate. Actually, yeah. props to you for that because like the breathing, it. the breathing yeah. that you have, the technique of actually having to learn that, yeah. like. She and to trust yourself. It's completely, completely um, opened my eyes to that whole space. Yeah. Like, really, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You really promote a sort of like a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We see that with your post. Like when I look through her account, I'm always like, I really need to <laughs> do one active no. thing today. But what is your go-to workout? Like when, when you're kind of just... Yeah. I think I like high intensity. When I'm, okay. in, the, when I'm in the zone for it, yeah. I really, really like high intensity. Um, so I have a coach who I work with, and he's, he's great. I've, I've worked with him for a couple of years now in different kind of forms of high intensity. Um, but 
I think it just depends on on, on your my, mood. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Some days are yoga days, and other days That's are, are sprinting days. So I think there's something for every mood, and there's also days where you take That's care true. of yourself and don't do anything. And I'm a strong advocate of that. I don't think you should be, um, you know, killing yourself in the gym every single day and not feeling uh, feeling guilty if you don't. That's important. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So just talk to us briefly. You're an Emirati lady. You're working with Expo. You do incredible, like, kind of yeah. movements in the fitness world. Are there any cultural misconceptions that you'd kind of like to break about Emirati women? Yes. Um, and I faced this question a lot, especially since I started going a bit more public with my social media and about the activities that I've um, been taking part in. I think one of the main things is that they're reserved. And I understand why that, that, um, that misconception exists. But I think it just depends on where you access, um, which spaces you access to be able to connect with Emirati ladies. Workplaces, for instance, is a, is a big one. But also things like the gym. Gravity Gym is another example of um, where um, Emel is teaching parkour over there. Yeah. And her classes are usually you know, filled with Emirati ladies or people who get inspiration from that. Um, so I think it's more about just finding the ways in which you can connect. I think I hear from a lot of people, I'm the first Emirati girl they've actually spoken to um, since being here. And I think that's a big responsibility for me. I don't want to take that lightly and not represent the amazing women we have in our community from different angles. You know, Maybe I'm more on the sports and fitness side of things but there's people who are scientists and researchers and a lot uh, yeah, yeah and ministers and and so many other disciplines and they are so determined because it's not a space that's widely um, visible right now so there's almost more determined than any other kind of denomination in, in our society to achieve and they do and they are and it's showing nowadays Nice. Yeah, I love that. It's so inspiring. Mm -hmm. So I just have one last question for sure. you, and that is, what advice would you give to your teenage self? We like to hit them with yeah. that. <laughs> we like to hit them with the nostalgic ones. So yeah. we can learn. Yeah. <laughs> I'll preface this by saying, after 17, I started forgetting how old I am, because I think 17 was the age that was, for, in many ways, just transformational for me. Okay. I think I would have taken the time to slow down, to think about things and to be more reflective. I think there was um, reflective of my own life and my surroundings. I know that's a hard ask to ask of a teenager because You're no teenager yeah. <laughs> really does that. But if I was speaking to another teenager who was like myself um, right now, and to just embrace all of the, the kind of flaws and confusion and and moving parts that come with being a teenager. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how once that phase is, is over, how things open up and how your eyes open to, to everything around you and to yourself, most importantly, um, and how kind of all the roots settle. I think to be patient throughout that process and welcoming of it. Yeah. All the roots settle is really yeah. nice um, <laughs> Thank nice you, one. that was a good one. What about our final section is our dream dinner party situation. Yeah. Yes, a new segment, <laughs> you guys, that we're actually going to try it with Yasmin. Mm -hmm. So we want to ask you, the dream dinner party situation. Dead or alive. Okay. I, three people. Three people. <laughs> so I, I will have to request that this is like casual dinner. I'm not a fancy dinner person. So I, <laughs> so I, know, I like that you've made it to see yeah. already. It's specific. Yeah. Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner, in fact, would be ideal. 
Um, I think the first person who I would uh, invite would be Elvis Presley, also so he can serve entertainment purposes, <laughs> but I think he was such a talent. This is a very practical day I know, I haven't thought about this, but it's all coming Multi. to me now. Um, I think he is an ex a timeless talent, um, but also somebody who, from what I've seen, and I saw his Cirque du Soleil uh, show as well, but uh, has a lot of layers. So I would love to tap into that a little bit and learn more about that and be entertained with his amazing voice. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to, this might be an awkward one to have all at the same place, <laughs> but um, Sheikh Zayed, being Emirati and having seen the transformation that I've seen um, in just my 28 years of being here is unbelievable. So if I were to be able to revive someone and say, like, what do you think of all of this now? And what did you see back then? Mm -hmm. That would be amazing for me. Um, That's nice. Yeah. One last person, dead or alive. You, you currently <laughs> have Elvis Presley performing and sitting with you guys. Yeah. Baba Zayed. Yeah, Baba Who Zayed. Um, <laughs> this is going to be such a funny dinner party. <laughs> Harry Houdini. Oh, no yeah, <laughs> I just want to know That's how amazing. he got out of all of the things he got out of. So I'm going to take the opportunity to revive him and, you know, get all the secrets uh, out in public. Yeah. But may leave early and yeah. we'll explain why. Exactly. Fine. And we, we won't know how he leaves either, probably. But, um, Very nice. I love the kind of variety of the mix. That was really cool. Yeah. Okay. I definitely want to be at her dinner party and learn, yeah. you know, about all the... Thanksgiving dinner with all three of them. The Thanksgiving dinner, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, I feel like you. we really got a good insight into your life. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you for having me. And keep inspiring all other women around the region and the world. We will stay tuned. Guys, follow her on all her social media accounts, Yasmin Bakr. We will type it in the comments section below as well if you guys want to give her a follow. And that is it. Thank you so much Thank again. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Same time, same place next week. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> See ya. All right. That was good. Love Thank it. you.